saying that everyone I mean, needs to move into the outback of Australia. How could you explain the nurses who's battled through this pandemic getting a 1% pay rise? Yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking, come on, just hurry up. We're not supposed yeah. to get high rate. It is, no. it is. It's meant to piss you off. Well, hello there, you lovely bunch. Welcome back to 4G Shore. I am your host, Ragnar, and alongside me in this fine establishment is... It's me, Colin. It's me, Egg. And it's me, Matt. We all sound that there. We should do it, uh, an episode called the Four Pass Four J Shake Four J Shore Sing Along. We'll have a musical episode. Okay. That won't be a gentle nightmare for everyone. I mean, we do have an episode coming up about music and uh, videos movies. and stuff like that. Uh, movies, Spoilers. so might be to bring up stuff like that. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Sing along, right? Uh, anyway, anyway, never mind. T- today's episode is all about conspiracies, Imagine. and I've got a funny feeling there's going to be some heated debates in this today. Um, yeah. Not mentioning any names, egg. There's <laughs> yeah. a, a fair chance. Yeah, we're we're starting to get heated at the beginning of this, but we're we're calmed it down. Just we breathe. Just, <laughs> just before just before we started uh, this episode, off the we're talking about bringing like fifteen pairs of bun- uh, boxing gloves, right? So wait, let's see how I didn't it say goes. boxing gloves. I'm thinking. Right, boxing I was gloves. saying it was gauntlets <laughs> that we keep on putting on and taking off <laughs> and throwing onto yeah, the ground. Sounds better as boxing gloves. Come on, well, guys. Can you can you say like not drop the gauntlet so much, you know, because they're heavy, right? And I'm sick of repairing the floor. It's fine. We lay we down a nice try. little yoga mat underneath them. We think this through. Yeah. We're not we're not disasters. No. We'll be good about it, you know. Mm. And we'll kiss and make up in a special way later on. We'll in a very it. special way. Um that, that we do <laughs> of all the people to get to make the blip sound, honestly. Uh, <laughs> no, I was gonna say so obviously it's all about conspiracies today so what um what ex- conspiracies do we actually have on the table today mm, quite a few so who wants to kick what i mean i have a handful i don't know if i yeah. have one it's just the one i was explaining to you guys earlier well come on matt you chuck it out there and let's discuss it basically saying it's a massive cover-up if there is alien civilization on mars well, yeah, that's a conspiracy. How can you have a civilization when you have no oxygen? Um, I don't know. I mean, I suppose you could walk around. The the way they would do it is build a building and no, because oxi- how we oxidize the planet is trees, plants, you know, growth. Professor Egg, would you like to explain this? <laughs> I lost the question. So basically, you think like how did? Where do we get our oxygen from? Apparently, it's from trees, plants. You know, they give us our oxygen. Yeah, so there would have been. There's a little trickle of oxygen that happens due to natural weathering, but for the most part, it is through biotic forces, specifically cyanobacteria and uh, other plant life that photosynthesize um, and basically convert, uh, not convert carbon dioxide into oxygen, but you know. Through the power of photosynthesis. Yeah, but how would you see that, that on a, on the planet Mars when it's all basically probably Yeah, hot? so you'd pretty much just infect the planet with probably cyanobacteria. You'd need to lay down a fair amount of water first, though, to be able to start that process off. Mm. 
it would mostly just be bacteria right. that's capable of photosynthesis to be able to really pump out because plants need so much shit uh, <laughs> in order to survive. If anyone's tried to grow plants at home, anyone has any house plants, it's a friggin' I've got cactuses, so. and they're doing quite well actually. They're doing quite well, <laughs> but they're slow as anything when it comes to actually uh, producing oxygen. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, you just form some big lakes of uh, murky water, fill it with some nutrients, slap in some cyanobacterium. They take probably hundreds of years though to get the planet Mars to a good state, and that's not even getting down yeah, to so it. You also don't, there's no water on Mars that I've seen anyway from pictures. There I've, is, but it's all massively... Um, it, it's infiltrated with chlorine and loads of harmful stuff that life as we know it, it can't not survive based on. based in the air pole, poles of the planet? So you do have you do have large polar ice caps on Mars. They're quite stonking, mm. um, obviously frozen ice. But then you do have these big craters or subterranean cave systems where you have more frozen ice that never sees the sunlight. So it's stayed frozen. Um, but there's no liquid water on the planet Mars as far as we're aware. Well, the one Matt's just mentioned sounds similar to the one that I had read. Um, I don't have the information in front of us, but it was similar, like there's a base on the dark side of the moon, you know. Um, so, to be fair, I think they've been going around for a while, and I think it's just... I don't don't even know what the conspiracy would be really trying to aim at. Like, what's the benefit, even if we, we were hiding that we had a base on the Mars or the moon, you know? Yeah, freaking exactly. I mean, I guess we'd have, like... Uh, we'd have a hideout. That's where we're keeping all of the Nazis. I don't know. Yeah, I was just about to say like that was one of the conspiracies that I had written down here was um, apparently that people actually believe that there is actually a Nazi base on the dark side of the moon. Now I had this. Ex- so that's where that film come from then. Uh, what film? Uh, was it called Nazis on the Dark Side of the Moon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost sure that was the name of it. Did you just make that one up? Um, that was the theme of it. It's not actually called that. I think it's actually called Iron Sky or something like that. That's the one, Iron Sky, and it's Nazis on the Dark Side of the Moon. So that's where that film based basically come from then. Um, so what they're trying to say is, is Hitler turned around and says to all his, his comrades that he was fighting with and all that, when getting this rocket, we're going to the Dark Side of the Moon, even though the Earth's big enough and you'd probably be able to hide, we're going to the dark side of the moon so we can continue our reign and and control no one and nothing. Well, they've they've put photos up on it, and apparently, they there was a uh, a satellite launched into orbit around Mars a long time ago, but they think it was by a Martian civilization. Mm. And then, see, I've heard that, and I do generally believe that to a, a small degree that humanity's like life existed based around Martian. The, now, the belief I had and the conspiracy around that is that life was on Mars, and life came from Mars because they travelled to this planet and so forth and so on. Um, obviously, there's no evidence of that, um, but that's just something I read and thought, yeah, actually, that would. That well, they found a, ma- a picture of a massive uh, monolith on the surface of Phobos. Mm. So, I don't know. You know, I don't know if I believe it or not. To be fair, we're looking at bird's eye pictures here and we're not looking from basically the ground to tell what these pictures are so in all hindsight a scientist will turn around and say well is it not the way the light's hitting the planet and it's hitting the, the object which makes it look in that way so unless or until the day we actually land on that planet and can take a, 
a straight on picture of it, we'll never know. Well, also, like, because planets rotate uh, in accordance to the sun in some minor means at the very least, even if it was planetarily locked like Mercury, you're gonna, every single hour, you're gonna see a slightly different kind of shadow pattern. And from that, you're able to draw far better three dimensional images of the surfaces of planets. And we've done all that, and we've seen nothing. Hmm? Are you are you referring to planets in general or Well all planets basically Yeah, they'll all do, planets do except Mercury spin, so they'll always have changing hmm. shadows. Mercury doesn't spin. Mercury technically spins uh so its year is the same as its day. So the um. same side of Mercury always faces the sun, as far as I'm aware. Um so like when planets are especially close to their parent star, they get tidally locked. So they always face the same way. In the same way that the moon, the same side of the moon always faces us. Yeah, I was just about well, to say because... to be fair, we... I'll, I'll just, just say this. If you have a bad day on Mercury, you don't want to be there. No! Because <laughs> you'll have a whole year of a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> so, as Egg was just saying there about the moon and that, we only actually get to see mm-hmm. about 65% of the moon uh, because yeah, we'll it's do, yeah. actually tidal locked. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like when it, when uh, the the Earth is rotating around, we're still seeing about like this like sixty five percent of the Moon because the Moon itself doesn't actually rotate. Like we rotate, mm-hmm. it actually con- uh, continuously follows us around. Mm. It's it rotates, so, uh, but it, at the same rate as it goes around us. Yeah. Well, they also say here that they've uh, researchers and alien hunters came to have found evidence of water. Uh, Trees, pyramids, pipes, and mysterious buildings and objects on Mars. The thing Wait, is, where, 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 we're talking about the moon, Sam. Where the hell's uh, Matt going yeah, with this? I'm still talking about to the be same. fair, we're, we're talking about the moon, but we're actually talking scientific about the moon. We're trying to talk conspiracies, mm. so Matt's bringing me back to that. <laughs> the, to be fair, these, these scientists, yes, and these people do say they've got evidence, but. The thing is, if you had evidence like that, you'd want the world to see it, and they're, they're very shy on showing this evidence. So, and I'm with Egg on that. If you don't have the evidence, then you kind of claim something, you know. What's more likely, I'll say, is they there used to be life on Venus, but then they like global warming themselves, mm. like millions of years ago, possibly a billion or more years ago. And so, what we're seeing in Venus is um, literal clouds of sulfuric acid and just runaway global climate. Uh, global warming basically where you just have uh, CO2 clouds so thick and like that metal rains down so it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, Venus is far more likely I think to be the planet that used to have life as opposed to Mars well we've got we know what's coming to when we don't, if we don't fix well they've got a lot of uh, evidence <laughs> on this site here of like pictures the, and evidence the thing is matt um if you pop it in discord we can pop the the site on mm. the description and people can go and visit the site and and choose decide for themselves whether that's a conspiracy they would believe mm. i mean for the most part what we see is like a single image and not several images of the same thing that would like mm. show from slightly different perspectives or different times of the martian day well where shall i put it in yeah. to uh um, just pop it in Discord. Pop it into a uh, general. Oh. Uh, oh, in fact, no. No. Pop it into podcast episodes. Podcast episodes chat. Yeah. 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 And I can pop that on, um, and we'll have a look. 
Okay. Uh, and people can have a look for themselves. Um, so, going off planets anyway, I mean, there's more Earthbound ones. Yeah, they, they said a few Very years ago that they found ones. a planet like, similar to ours in a different solar system. Yeah, they've found a few planets um, in different solar systems which are in the, the right region of space from the star, um, which are similar. But again, you're looking through a, 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 a friggin'. Yeah, I've lost the word for it. <laughs> Telescope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. You're looking through that and, you know, kind of get a close-up of the planet, so you just, you hazard it and I guess at it. You know, it's just, it's one of, one of them in the, in the world. We're not going to know until we actually find it and are able to see, yeah, it's definitely there. But, so, we've got some Earthbound ones. I'm, I'm sure people know. Has anyone ever heard of The Great Reset? Ooh, I was thinking bring this one up. Oh, not a movie the other day, actually. What movie? Well, this this one is it's a big one, and believe it or not, I've heard it for years. Mm. Um, Anthony, um, who the listeners will know if they've listened to the couple of episodes in season one, he used to mention the Great Reset quite a lot. There was, and I did used to listen to it and think, eh, whatever. But it was when the coronavirus came out. All of a sudden, these these top people come out and says. We're heading towards the Great Reset. We're going to create the Great Reset. And the whole idea around this Great Reset, now I'm just going off what I've read, is that money doesn't exist. Well, money exists, but you don't own any property. And you'll be happy about it. So you rent everything. Um, and the world's going to be better and it's going to be, you know, more sustainable and 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 things like that. I mean, Egg, have you ever heard of it? Because you, you said something... Which would insinuate that? No, I haven't heard of it. Yes, I've heard of it. Uh, <laughs> one of my <laughs> friendos, Aquarius, massive into conspiracy theories. I pretty much went to him like mm. with this episode in mind, being like, "Okay, what do you want to throw at me?" And he was like, "These three. And I was like, "Thank goodness there weren't seventeen coming at me." Um, <laughs> he didn't even mention the Great Reset, but we naturally talked about it during the COVID times <laughs> that we're still kind yeah. of in. Um, well, it did kind of come out. It came out big style. I mean, I think it was Prince Charles. I believe it was Prince Charles. I've got it up here. Yeah, it was Prince Charles that, that was backing it as well. Do you want to go over what it this. is real quick? Right. So basically, the Great Reset, um, it's basically an economic and social change. Mm to the way your life changes basically so in context um, finance the way people earn money and have money would change um, the way people bought stuff would change so you wouldn't own as I said before you wouldn't own property you wouldn't own a car you wouldn't own a house you wouldn't own nothing everything would be rented and that would make you happier um, it's more globalisation as well mm. so you, you're bringing pe- the world together which isn't necessarily a bad thing but the way of doing that is basically from what I've got of it is, is one big being or human making the decisions for the rest of the world basically you know on how the world goes um, so that is to what I've read and picked up from it the the fundamental core of this is changing the way life is resetting the whole world economy and and changing it so people are more happier and and necessarily not struggling anymore but the problem with that is would you be happy if someone turned around and says you you you're getting a car but you don't own it 
Yeah, in, I was I was note, hearing more like go on, I was hearing more the the idea of everybody's debt basically being cancelled and then kind of starting from scratch and also employing all of these other things as well. Well, yeah, sorry. I mean, that is part of it. The whole economics of the world is reset back to zero. Uh-huh. Nothing, no, no loans, no, no nothing. Everything's reset. But obviously, the the policies that are coming out of it, if you can call them policies, mm. are generally that like uh, money would be worked differently and property would be worked differently and, and the world would generally just work completely differently, which sounds great in hindsight because it's like, e God, I wouldn't own, own nothing. I wouldn't have any debt or anything like that. But the problem comes then is you talk about the one percenters and the one percenters are going to own stuff and it's them who are going to own it because someone has to own something so basically what you're doing is handing the world and control over the world to the one percenters who earn billions Mm. and they're the ones sitting there saying to you you don't own this and you don't own that and you don't own the other you rented off us and if you don't pay us i'll take it back so and so basically what you're doing is living on that to me from from hearing that when i read it and heard it from like my uncle um, is that it's more of a mafia style you know you pay me this money and you can have this type of luxury in life but you know the thing is though right is it really conspiracy because from what it, uh, what I'm getting from it is basically people want to reset it but if you think about it not everybody's going to want to agree with this why would why would we put ourselves down to actually wanting one person to rule the world you don't need everyone to agree you just need the 1% to agree you just need that 1%. The people who run this world. So basically, like say your factories and your your jobs that's created today, you need that 1%. They're the ones that are creating it. You know, unless you're a small businessman, which hands up, I'll pat anyone on the back who starts a business from nothing and becomes millions, you know. But these 1% has pretty much own everything. You know, all these supermarkets, everything like that is all run by these. I mean, even that shady, they'll go on the shares market and make money by by putting money on a business to fail mm. you know that's how shady these people are um and uh, you probably i don't know if matt or ragnar would have heard you might have but obviously the gamestop scandal where people invested in it these these one percent has lost millions because of it you know because they wanted gamestop basically the cease to exist and they would have made a lot of money out of that so the one percenters, as long as they all agree and they say, right, this is the way of the world, it doesn't matter how many times you stand up and, and say, we won't do it, you're going to do it. Because uh, you're talking about people with governments in the pockets and police in the pockets and military in the pockets. And, you know, it's as much as the world looks a nice place, if you've got the money and you've got the time and you've got the power, you can do anything. I don't think it'll actually work. Even if it, even if it is a conspiracy, anything like that, I don't think it would work. I think there's too many people out there that would actually sit down and say, "Right, we're going to rebel against this because we want our own freedom. We want to own." It would require we want to own. full, yeah, military backing alongside the government as the well. The would rebel. The would rebel. But what? What if? And he has, he has, he has one of the theories that I heard around this. What if these one percenters have recruited a big army? And they turn around and say to them people, anyone who disagrees, because to do this, you're, you're totalitarian. You're not, you're not doing it to be de- democratic. 
because you would put a vote for it. You're doing totalitarian style by saying this is how the world's going to go. So they're not going to sit back and have protesters protesting outside the door saying, we want change, we want normal normality. They would just get a lot of people to come out and say, you move, I will shoot you, and they'd shoot you. It's just a question if the military would actually, like individual military personnel would go ahead with that and basically just coup de grace the world. Yeah, but I don't think they would literally go out and, and say to the UK military for existence, mm. for 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 a example. I don't think they would do that to the UK military and the US military because you would have revolters who would say no. Mm. I think they would personally recruit their own, you know, and whether they would have enough would be something to see. But there would be enough people out there who were sick in the head to do it if they were getting paid enough, you know. It, I mean, history has proven that over and over and over again, is that humanity isn't this aces and graces. It's quite sick and disgusting, you know. Right, here's something for you then, right? Why would I, for instance, right, everything I've bought, why would I actually give that up just to re-rent it again? Doesn't need to. It isn't. It isn't a case of whether or not you. You know, like or like. Why would I? Why would I want to re? Why would I want to re-rent a house? You know, I mean, I would want okay. to own my own stuff. So, I don't want to be part of this. Say, oh, we. we of course you don't. You you don't want that. But here's an example for you. Right. Say, the prime minister of the day stood up, and he turned around and says, "Everyone in the country, doesn't matter who you are, if you live in this country." You rent everything, you can't buy nothing. It's policy, that's it. Mm. Now, there would be uproar, but if he's done that, he's got to throw the House of Commons and the House of Lords, because we're still democracy in this country, and it goes through his policy. Guess what happens? Whether you like it or not, that is what happens, Mm. because it is policy. And that's what we're, we're trying to say. So if the Great Reset come about, and it was, this conspiracy went ahead, as, as people, people say, what would happen is you would be told. You wouldn't be asked. You'd be told. Well, and if you didn't agree and you didn't follow along, you'd be killed or shot then, or chucked in prison. Then fine, do that. I'd rather own my own stuff. I don't want to be part of this fucking renting bullshit. It isn't about whether or not you want it. It'll be taken away from you. <laughs> You're not being asked. Mm-hmm. People would bang on your door, take it off you, and say, "Right, you want it back? You rent it." Yeah. <laughs> but even though I paid with my own money, they're going to take yeah. it all back off us and say, "Right, you have to rent this." Fuck that! Fuck that! The thing, the thing is, rags. To be fair, what do we actually own in life, really? Nothing. If you you have a car, if you don't pay road tax and you don't pay insurance, you can't use that car, and that car might as well be put in the scrap. You have materials, but if you don't pay certain debt, someone can walk into your house with a piece of paper from the court and take that material and take that material stuff from you you live in a house that house can be taken off you if you're in enough debt so you don't own nothing the reality is it's a misconception that you own anything mm. you just told you own it mm. so you don't actually own anything today so it would be no different just it would be you'd be told you don't own anything rather than you own this mm. but we'll take it if you owe the money yeah it is more a case of you do own things but the government can very extremely easily just take it away so do you really own it well 
I think we could probably spend many hours talking about this. We uh, could, right? but we need to cover. I was just about to say we've spent like twenty odd minutes going over <laughs> this, just about. So it's a can big we change thing. the topic from that because I was getting <laughs> I was getting it. riled up with that, and I wanted to actually throw my PC out the window. <laughs> but that's the whole point of conspiracies. It, it's meant to piss you no, off. We're not supposed yeah. to get high rate. Just to. It is. No. It is. It's meant to piss you off because conspiracies are never good. No. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't. Get you never popular. get one that turns around and says cream cakes are going to make you lose weight. Well, you do never you? know. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, keto is the way forward. <laughs> actually, you're saying about cream cakes making you lose weight, right? I used to actually eat chicken, eggs, and ice cream, and I actually lost weight. Oh, don't tell me that. I, I'll start that right now. Okay, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about dieting another episode, and we're going to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That'll be an interesting one. I'm looking forward to that. Mm. So, Rags, do you have any conspiracies you want to cover here? Um, at this moment in time, I have a, a, like a handful here, right? But the one that keeps standing... Right, the two that keep standing out to me, right, Ooh. is one. The conspiracy based around Bill Gates actually, supposedly, putting microchips in us. Yeah. Oh who's, yes, who's I've heard Bill this Gates? Many a times. And Bill Gates, he's the owner of Microsoft. Oh, okay. And Xbox. Bill Gates, it, it, I've heard some really nice stuff about Bill Gates. I've got nothing really bad to say about him personally, right? But he's tech. Is annoying. <laughs> well, to be fair, I've heard this many a time. I heard it before the pandemic, and then when the pandemic came out and the vaccine came out, I heard that there's microchips in the vaccine. There probably and is. They're wanting to control you. And the, <laughs> the thing is, let's not go down the road of misinformation here. The mm. vaccine's there. If you want it, you get it. I don't think there's microchips in it. I'm, I'm anti-vaccine. I will say that. I'm anti-vaccine. I won't get it. But that's not along the lines. I think there's a chip in it. But rather, I don't think it's been tested enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's fair. But the thing is, though, right, for instance, if Bill Gates had put microchips in the vaccine, right, the mm. world consists of something over 7.2 billion people. Who's going to be watching those yeah. 7.2 uh, billion oh. people? And if know, there's and people watching those people, who's going to be watching those people it's watching? The alien, it's the alien civilizations <laughs> that are watching. Plus, if you're afraid of the government or Bill Gates, like, looking, like, always keeping an eye on you, um, you have hmm. a phone. You have computers. Yeah. We have CCTV cameras. If you're worried about surveillance, honey baby boo boo, you're being surveyed every single waking day. Yeah, and I think this is the thing with some conspiracies. There's a lot of flaw in its logic. It's not even what, yeah. Some you can sit there and say, oh, maybe. But then there's others where you sit there and you think, hold on. When you first share it, you're like, oh, aye, that sounds like it could be true. But when you actually think about it and, and put knowledge to it, you're like, no, yeah, but it's like if they no actually way. told you that they were doing that, like monitoring you and put chips in you, how would you restart? Would you stop using all the technology? Because that would be a hard thing to do because this. Most of this, like what our our so, years have been full of technology. To be fair, have you ever heard of someone who's off the grid? Yes. Right. Basically, that's what you call a tinfoiled hat conspiracy theorist who doesn't want to be tracked, doesn't want government knowing anything about them, and they get rid of all electricals. And for anyone not to be tracked this day and age, that's yeah. What but how hard would it be for a generation that's been brought up with technology? Mm. Like they are kids oh, to yeah. these days are addicted to technology. 
<laughs> to be honest. Yeah, yeah, by far. To be yeah. honest, if tech was taken away from me, I wouldn't be bothered. You know I would. I, mean? I would personally because well, that's all I've been brought to up. To be on. fair, actually, I read a story not too long ago, and the story talked about um, you don't need a nuclear bomb to destroy society. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, this story yeah, went on to turn around and say all you would need is an EMP. Mm. EMP would kill all technology and everything <laughs> in that radius. Cars, phones, everything. Electricity, True. a lot. Mm. Your banking systems would go down. So you wouldn't need a nuke to, to destroy a, civil, uh, a, a, a civilization. We'd go back to like being like, destroy themselves. And shit like that because we'd lose mm. everything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'd be able to get like, we'd, we'd get localized technology back up and running, but it would, if, okay, so you the would, situation is the, a serious bad situation. Bas- basically, this already kind of nearly happened in 2012 where a massive solar flare, which basically can act as a massive EMP wave that would have lit up the skies with aurora Borealis or um, or whatever the other one is uh, because of just the, the electromagnetic pulses that would have just cascaded over the world just destroying all of our large technological infrastructure it would take mm-hmm. us three to ten years to get back up on our feet and we'd probably end up seeing uh, our yeah, global population getting chopped down by at least 10% yeah, so people but it would riot, wouldn't be yeah. civilization ending but people would riot though no I think. it wouldn't be civilization the whole idea is so the whole idea is because everything works on tech these days. Uh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. You use one EMP bomb, you're going to have just as great effect as what a nuclear bomb would have. You would di- you would disable a country. You would be able to walk in. And yeah, take but if over. a nuclear bomb hit, you'd lose a lot of lives. If a EMP, mm. that you wouldn't lose. Well, that you many do. Lives. But the whole point, the whole thing is, and this is the 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 truth about it, is if you use a nuclear bomb, that area is no good for you for years and years and years and years and years. You use an EMP, you can march in, take over the place, and you can use that place straight yeah. away. But you can build it back up. Using an EMP bomb is reality. It's not conspiracy. Yeah, that's reality. Let's... So we'll get back to conspiracy and get back to what Rag said. <laughs> Bill Gates putting chips in people and controlling them like robots. Because and I know people who believe that. So, uh, from what I was reading earlier on, right, apparently Bill Gates had actually been uh, like questioned about whether he'd actually been part of this conspiracy, right? Obviously, he denies mm-hmm. anything about putting microchips, anything like that. But it's also been said here, yeah, um, what was it? And Gates meant to be, uh, meant for a phone, uh, sorry, meant for the call uh, to be announced uh, of another one point six billion in fundings for immobilization in lower income countries but the ramp uh, rampant com- uh, conspiracy theories uh, still came up many conspiracy theories have claimed that gates donated to the public health effects in uh, in developing countries are secretly mind controlled effects <laughs> i've heard loads about bill gates i've even heard that he was behind the coronavirus outbreak and the the reality is no one knows where how the coronavirus started that's why who and all your your scientists are in i think it's china bats, apparently at the, in there now and they're, they're checking it out i mean the the theory is it came from bats but obviously they can't pinpoint straight away because obviously you've got labs which accidents can happen but the reality is that's what they're checking but a conspiracy theorist, theorist will say, no, Bill Gates done it. And all because he came out once and says the Earth would need to reduce its numbers by X amount of percentage, mm-hmm. meaning X amount of percent of people would die. So the theory then jumped that Bill Gates must have released this coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And personally, I do believe that it is a man-made disease, 
but I think it's been an accident that's came out. Agreed. I don't. I don't think it was an accident. Well, I, I do. I think it's because the standards in China to to what's the UK, and let's face it, UK can make a lot of mistakes themselves. I think it's accident. Yeah, but if you made. look back at China, their population, they kept it down a long time because they were probably one of the worst. For, you know, right? Because I, the I think they're, 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 I think their laws for population. I think is it China or is it Japan that has this law where um, you're only allowed one child per family. The one per... child policy yeah. was um, instigated in 1950, and I think it phased out in the 90s. Wait, is some places are still affected by it? They still use that to this day, apparently. The the thing is, I, I have read that they are changing that policy, and I think it's three children a family now, something like that. I, I can't remember the exact. They loosened but they are it definitely changing up to that. like two children per family in the nineties. Mm. They should have just kept it. To be honest with you, yeah. we, mm. this, the this... thing is that then you're you're left with a you're left with an aging population, which means you have a lot of pensioners that. Aren't economically active, and they don't have enough young people to then bolster that part of the population. So you end up going into economic ruin. That's the problem with the one-child policy. Yeah, it's it. it, The thing is, and as well as that, how do you enforce it? You know, without taking people's children. Oh, that's exactly what happened for forty years. Well, I know a lot of Forced horrible things happened yeah, because of it. Sterilization. You know, I, I do, and that's the thing. There's no way of of doing it without being horrendously disgusting and cruel mm. to people at the end know. of the day we don't need to decrease our population we need to decrease how much the average person or just the worst 50 percent um carbon wise mm-hmm. of how terribly we're kind of just messing up the earth with our lifestyles because when you look mm. at when you look at like someone living in nigeria versus someone living in tokyo their carbon footprints are going to be very very different to one another yeah. Are we saying that everyone think... needs to move into the outback of Australia? No, yeah. <laughs> but there are a lot. There are, there's a lot of middle ground, especially in the USA, where we they have massive lawns, uh, like especially around the Midwest and um, mm-hmm. everywhere, everywhere around pretty much the Central Time Zone, where you have so much resource usage at a very low cost that just isn't matched by when you have a look at the relatively efficient um, resource usage usage even found in cities in comparison. So I agree with you on that, definitely. I mean, I remember the very first lockdown, no one was going out. I did. And obviously, <laughs> I, live in New- I, I live in Newcastle. And, you know, it's a very populated place and a lot of cars driving. And I always remember getting out one morning, sniffing up and getting this lovely, fresh scent you know, like, wow, that smells nice. And it didn't take as long to realise that the cars and the buses and, and the trucks were actually destroying that that sense of fresh smell, you know. So it did definitely give you an inkling on, on how bad we are destroying the earth, but that's going into uh, climate change and things like that, and I think we definitely need to touch on that in the future. Yeah, because we, we are causing the world to die, basically. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think it would happen without human intervention, but at a slower yeah. rate. Humans are really speeding it up. Like they're destroying you know? the forests, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, we'll definitely touch that. I think that'll definitely be a season what, three uh, what, episode. And we'll consult with Egg. Yeah. We'll consult with Egg and get Egg to 
to run that one. I'll get a PowerPoint presentation I think ready. You, you're looking to go into in the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm leaving that to the other people because there are. It doesn't. It doesn't give you a job. There's like unless yeah. you're literally going over to Bangladesh or something, and like or going yeah. over to friggin' big businesses. Nah, I'm I'm sticking to small beans for work. the moment. So yeah, well, you know, every little helps. But mm. conspiracy. I was just about to say. So, like, for the past like half an hour, right, we've been on and off the topics of conspiracy. It's finding it. Really, well, no, it's like a spin-off. It's, it's, it's like it, a... it seems like that when we bring up a topic to related to a, a conspiracy or some form of conspiracy, it switches the topic to something else, like environments or yeah. But that's like, where conspiracies lead to, though. All that sort of stuff. It's all a part I mean? of it. Technically, rag. It is actually part of it because there's a conspiracy that global warming doesn't exist. So, you know, it's it all falls under conspiracy. Not even that. It's also a case of you can't just discuss the conspiracy without talking about its implications, and that's what we're doing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, to to me, it just seems like we're, we're being thrown off topic. You know, I don't understand conspiracies. I never have done. I don't really sit and like become part of it. You know, what I mean, if you just want to sit there and put tin files on your heads and say that the government's trying to brainwash you, then fine. Let's do it. You know, what I mean, but to to me. To me <laughs> I, I I went to a friend and I grabbed a few bits and pieces myself what I thought would be uh, good to use, but use no more about all of these stuff than I do. You know what I mean? So yeah, the thing is, the thing is, like the government, when you sit there and say they try to brainwash you, they do. <laughs> you know, that's the whole point of the government. They try to make you think the way they think. Um, to, to be honest. Just... Um... I'll let you continue in a second, but but to be honest, conspiracies was a bit of a, a weird topic for me. To be honest, you know, I don't I don't see why I had to be here. <laughs> the idea of conspiracy is that someone's noticed something or seen something or so. For instance, and we're going to touch on this, so we might as well bring it up for now. Nine Eleven, hey. huge conspiracy behind it. You know, um. And that's what conspiracy is. So that someone's seen something and they think, well, that doesn't make sense. So they start questioning it. It gets bigger. People start believing them and it grows into this following. And that's the whole uh, thing I, I about get, conspiracy. I get what conspiracy actually is. I'm, I know all of that. It's just, to me, it's not really a subject that I really like enjoy. It's not really... It's not me, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm. I know it's part of for the podcast and stuff like that, but sitting here and I'm sitting there thinking, can we just hurry up? <laughs> <laughs> can we just hurry this up and move on to something else now? Because you know, the conspiracies is kind of just it's it's boring, is <laughs> it has been like you know dr- dragged out, you know, in in the past with conspiracies, they've tried to make something of nothing, you know, a lot of the times. Well. They have, but the problem with a conspiracy is that generally, um, say you've got a conspiracy, not all conspiracies, most are, but not all will be false. Yeah, but then humans drag yeah. it out. You know, they could be. It could be like a natural, something natural, but then they'll they'll make it into a story. You know. But the thing is, we're humans. We've always got to have a bad guy, and that's what a conspiracy is yeah, about. But there's not always that bad, a bad guy. Because oh, nothing, nothing can just be this <laughs> this large nebulous everyone doing something terrible. Yeah, it has to be no, one person. At the end person. of the day, 
the person might be doing something they think's good, but it'll be bad to someone else. So they, they, oh, you've got a bad guy, you know. I mean, dare we say cancel culture, where we literally say we pick someone for the day and say this is the bad guy. Yeah, but he, he, as you said, he may be thinking that he's doing something for good. Well, that's generally the case. Yeah, but in another person's eyes, they'll be like, oh no, he's the bad guy, but he, he may not be. Yeah. In his eyes, he sees he's doing good. Everybody is the good guy in their own eyes. Yeah. Everyone in their own eyes is doing something for the good. So, what I believe, what Ed believes, you know, we think we're doing it for the good. Someone else will look at one and think, you're the bad guy, you're horrible, keep out of my way. You know, so humans would need that. I mean, look at countries. For instance, you've got USA, you've got UK, you've got Russia, you've got China. We've always got to have a bad country. You know, no? you know they might have different Yeah, because of, of humans' presumptions, that's why. They made up the story mm-hmm. that these places may be bad, but, you know, it's not the place, it's the people. Yeah, it's it's the people and decisions, and although because it's seen as bad, they've always got to make a bad guy hence why on the news you'll hear about Russia being so evil and so bad and doing this that and you're like, but if you go over to Russia it's actually a really lovely place and the people are absolutely lovely mm. you know um, it's mm. it's this this tense of there has to be a bad guy and we've got to be fighting against someone you know and that's where your media and everything have a lot of that yeah the media just twist everything they're pushing that yeah I mean, look, look at the, the the poor Muslims when when all them terrorist attacks were happening. You know, Muslims were getting the short end of the straw, and and then people started blaming all Muslims. But when you watch the media, the media was portraying it as all Muslims. So that's what people would start and think. You know, you didn't hear on the the media how ninety nine point nine percent of your Muslims were actually really good people, and they hated the fact of what had happened. Mm. You know. So that just shows you how bad the media can be, and if they don't get it right, can cause a, a horrible way of thinking, oh. you know. But the end of the day, when it comes to conspiracies, the conspiracies has a lot to answer for because it can c- create a lot of bad. All right, then. So going back to the subject you know? as you brought it up, nine eleven. Well, nine eleven. The belief is the USA government had had a hand in it, oh. and they deliberately did it to create war in Afghanistan. Now, personally, something that I do actually believe, you know, um, I've looked at it all, the, the smoke, the explosion before the plane hit the building and how the buildings fell and, and everything like that. But does that make it true? Yeah, I do. When I, when I watch the no. video, I don't believe, like, as, a, as the plane flew into the building, the building kind of fell as it, like, as you thought there could have been, like, something exploded from the bottom, making it fall downwards. Yeah. The t- the thing is, things happen, and we can't sit there and say, because the building fell downwards, it was controlled. Because at the end of the day, there's got to be evidence of that. And I think I'd watched a video showing that the bottoms had went being blown out. Yeah, because you, you see happened. when someone's doing a demolished job on these like massive buildings that are derelict. They come straight yeah, down. Yeah, they go down, just Sometimes. like the Twin Towers did. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's something mm. I personally believe, uh, you know... I've had people sit there and say, "Oh, wait, why the hell would they want to do that? Their own citizens." Well, I'm sorry, I, I, I think badly of governments, uh, and you're probably getting that from this episode. And governments, I just do believe that. it's population control. You know, you know, we are overpopulated on this planet. I don't even think it's. I do. And control, same as COVID. I That's the, I. I believe COVID was put in here to kill the majority of the population. 
the the thing with me as well is that when it comes to 9-11 I generally believe that and and when people do sit there and say well why would your government do that I think the governments couldn't give a shit about its civilization, and it just sees you as collateral damage if it wants to do something you know and that that's the way I see governments mm. you know because not one government does does good for the average person I mean if that was the case they would be doing everything they could to combat homelessness it's even more you the know. case where governments aren't massively unaligned with the actual interests of their population that they're meant to be serving. Yeah. And you hear it all the time, and in, in, it, we'll try to stay away from politics, but it's turning into politics because, well, our way conspiracy always leads to politics somehow. The end of the day, you hear it all the time. You go into an election, you hear all these promises. We're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do that. That makes you feel great. Yeah, I'm going to vote for this guy. And when they get in, they do exactly the same as the person before them. That's why I don't vote. You know. So, at the end of the day, it's always for their best interest. Always. But then you can say the same thing about the rest of humanity. We do stuff to make... Yeah, well, how can... I mean, if it wasn't for their own interest, how could you explain the nurses who's battled through this pandemic getting a 1% pay rise and the MPs getting something like a 6%? percent hmm Yeah. Because they, uh, they, need, they need more money to uh, buy up the champagnes for their cabinets. Exactly. Well, it's not that. This, the big thing that was out recently, okay, and, and, and here's the big thing that was out recently, was Boris Johnson got his, his walls done and it cost X amount of money. I sat there and laughed when I heard that story and thought, you're arguing about that in Parliament. You've all done the same friggin' yeah. thing. Get, stop arguing about that and get on with the most important things, the people. You know, but that just winds me up. So <laughs> it's never about the people. I just get annoyed. Though, is it really? It's all about them. No, it's not. It's about. That's what I'm saying. We all just the larger and larger the kind of civilizations that we deal with, the further and further we get from actionable, actionable consequences coming to the issues yeah. and people's needs being met. Mm. Yeah, and I, I think that's where conspiracy generally comes from, and also because of the intellectual landscape and the digital uh, context that we have nowadays it's just as information can spread information can misinformation can spread just as quickly if not faster yeah well the thing is with misinformation now I always heard that conspiracies could be dangerous and I don't think it was until the coronavirus and the vaccine that 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 actually became a reality it's because the conspiracies around it was starting to push people off from having it. Mm. Now, my attitude is it's personal, you know, personal belief. You know, if you, you believe you should have it, you go and get yeah. it. Mm. To me, I'd say the dangerous conspiracies have definitely already existed way before. I mean, if we're, if oh, we're yeah. going back to, like, no. Zionism. Yeah, don't get us wrong. I am not turning around sitting there saying that's the first example ever of a dangerous conspiracy because, of course, it is, you know, the the poor Jews suffered because of it and 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 etc and etc what I'm saying is I didn't see and I didn't realise how dangerous a conspiracy could be until that point you know what I mean um, because I wasn't alive during 1945 sure? so <laughs> I heard about these things but shut up. Well, I'm also just thinking of like the idea of Jewish people having invaded the kind of upper echelons and they're controlling everyone and that causing massive yeah. surges of uh, anti-Semitism oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that we've seen well. today as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, we see it. We see that. You know, I mean, the, the thing is that there's so much hate goes around the world these days. It's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's not just even Western civilization. It's pretty much every civilization has a hate mm. for another person. Mm. You know. All right, I'm I'm going to bring up one of my conspiracy theories because I haven't Go done one it, yet. <laughs> um, We've all done one. Egg, it's your turn. All right. So one the. It's not even a conspiracy. It used to be, but then it's like, oh, this is all actually just how it is. Um, it would be the light bulb cartels. So do people know about uh, kind of designed obsolescence? So the idea is that technology is created and crafted so that it eventually breaks down. So you have to buy a new one. So like iPhone batteries dying off or like just slowing down so it makes you want to buy a new one that oh yeah that, that does happen so yeah yeah i've heard that i didn't know it was actually a conspiracy mm. i just assumed it was true <laughs> oh it is but it it kind of stems from basically uh the invention of the light bulb so originally when thomas edison invented mm. light bulb it wasn't too great uh but then after a decade or so of development they they basically made a light bulb that can last for centuries oh wow there's even yeah. one like it was late 1800s that they, they developed it made out of like tungsten I guess they lost that power then because these fuckers don't last that long anymore well okay <laughs> so the, the light bulbs that they use um, some of them still exist there's one that's actually just still been going on humming away it might be in Arkansas uh, where mm. it's just been it's been going on for literally decades always switched on right. it has emergency power so it's always running and it's still going to this day now the what happened is that if you have a light bulb that lasts forever, you only need to buy one light bulb for a room, and then that's it. You don't Very have much. to get another one. Mm. So what the yep. light bulb cartels had to do, they're not actually called Lucifer, but it sounds something similar. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they basically just all got together and agreed. Okay, we need to we need to make light bulbs. We need to make it so that they can break more easily. So they yeah. started um, specifically designating that your light bulb uh, wire that lights up can no longer be any thicker than this, otherwise it would last too long. So they designed light bulbs that were specifically at a at this wattage. Um, they could go no higher or no lower than this range, and its shelf life could be no longer than however however many months mm. or like a single year. And they they'd specifically designed them so that they would break at a given point. And this then spread to other areas of industry, or it was probably already within other areas of industry, such as with tights. Yep. Tights notoriously always break down, but we all could so easily just make them half a millimeter thicker with all of their threads, and they would mm. last years. Mm. You'd basically they'd be scratch resistant; you wouldn't have to replace them. But there well, are so many of these cuts. Yeah. Sorry, my partner, when it come to tights, she bought a new pair and she'd literally cut her nails, went in the bath, went in the shower and everything. Um, she'd come out, put them on and straight away ripped. Yeah. I mean, when... Brand new. Yeah. When they got developed in like the 40s and the 50s, thereabouts, it was a literal miracle product because you had these extremely thin fabrics that could just be created for at a very low price and then you could just have them. You could wear them for mm -hmm. years and you just throw them in the wash it was literally a miracle so when we look back at all these products and like oh my god they thought that like all of this was crazy good and it was like but it's naff now we know that for a fact yeah. it isn't the products were actually straight up better when they were first invented it was only when all these cartels yeah. started getting together and 
designing these things with programmed obsolescence so you'd have to go back and buy a new one mm. that that is what's fucked us over and that's the first time that- I've sworn this season <laughs> Yeah, well, you've swore twice. You said shit. <laughs> you can't prove so anything. That's the second time I'm counting now because I'm gonna, I'm coming back to this challenge. No, it's not a challenge when we know you've sworn. But regardless, um, that uh, that follows up suit with with what the elderly do say. Because like me nana, will often say, "Eh, I bought a washing machine back in X X amount of time. It lasted as yeah, years. Look at them now; they don't even last what ten minutes." Yeah. My sister's gone through like four or five washing machines in the past. Yeah, where me nana had one for about ten years. Mm. Now you look if it lasts yeah, five. It wouldn't even last a year. Like, the only things that last these days are sewing machines and pinking shears. And That's dildos. About it. Everything else breaks. Well, no, yes, what? battery <laughs> friggin' dies on you. Not, has that not happened to you yet, Matt? My goodness, it's a nightmare. What happened to me? Well, <laughs> here's one for you. I know, obviously, if you pile something's data up, it runs slower. So the belief is, like I mentioned earlier, is that you buy a new iPhone, or not just iPhones, any, any phones, just as bad, hmm. Android. You buy a new one, brand new, and it's super fast, always yeah. super fast. Yeah. And then when the new one comes out, there's always an update, your phone seems to become pretty much slow, slow. To the point of and less battery life yeah uh, and less battery uh, life yeah. and the belief is that that happens to make you want to go out and get the new mm-hmm. phone mm. I I don't think I've experienced any of that with my phone I have I've got an iPhone 11 not, I'm not very sensitive yeah. to it my partner did it um, she had the iPhone 7 I believe mm. and the next iPhone that came out I can't remember which one it was because iPhones to me, I don't like them. I, I prefer Android. But the the next iPhone came out, and and the day before the update, her phone was as fast as it was on day one. Mm. And the next day, she had problems from that day till the day she got rid of it and upgraded her mm. phone. And it was phone turning off on its own. The phone battery was dying within ten minutes. Um, you know the the screen was was terrible the the processing of it was so slow that sometimes you'd have to hit things three or four times to even load up and the worst one i hate is when you buy a new iphone or a new samsung and you drop it for the first time the screens crack so easy it's like i am sure you can make a screen that isn't i had an iphone 6 one i chucked it at a wall it didn't break and it bent in like say like a bow mm. it bowed in the middle mm. yeah. it worked perfectly fine no cracks no screen was broken no yep. clipping I had a 7 I chucked it at the wall that was it it was smashed oh. well my partner dropped hers from a computer which was on the floor to the carpet I picked it up for her and there was a crack straight across the screen I couldn't believe how quickly that screen cracked I know I've been lucky with mine at the moment I haven't dropped it yet well, yeah, hopefully you don't, but it, it's as though the, it, the design the screen cracks so easily. Well, I'm hoping the electric Even though it's so meant to be like screen. sapphire imbued, friggin' tempered glass. Yeah. All it's so not, because why would you need a, a screen protector if it was? I Yeah, yeah I always exactly. I always have a screen protector. Yeah, I've got one on mine. But the thing is, you shouldn't need one, because I'm sure the technology's out there now where they could make a touchscreen phone where it could be dropped a million times. And yeah, you think. 
the, it can definitely happen but the thing is that takes away part of the money earning huh. is broken screens yep so but to me it's, it's like it's you don't go to an Apple store to get your screen fixed <laughs> you don't know you always go to the, the back street dealer don't you or just the street <laughs> dealer you know that's what they're there for my goodness yeah. well I go to the back street you know because like you can see him there with his cap on and he's sitting there and he's going oh, I'll do your screen right but like it'll be 20 pund 20 pund for your screen for your screen but you know that he's not going to do it like the way Apple would yeah. do it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well uh, regardless at least the screen works for about four months. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> I don't think I've... I've never broken a screen, but I've definitely um, not smashed up the screen protector, but had a few cracks in those. I'm good. I always... At this point, I have a, one, one of my friends regards as a dad protector or whatever, like... Um, <laughs> one of those cases that, like, properly flips over and just... Mm, doesn't make you feel powerful. I'm saying we need to go back to flip phones. No risk of like yeah. smashing up the actual flip screen. Flip phones were pretty good. Maybe actually, that's why yeah. they went away from flip phones because flip phones basically no risk of damaging the screen. Yeah, because it was hidden. Think about it. Think and think well, about it. I remember having a Nokia thirty three ten, and Rags will remember these. You could do anything to them bloody phones and the wooden bridge. Famously, because the Japanese care about their products. Oh my god! That you could drop it in a bile of boiling uh, bowl of boiling water, and the thing would come out working. You know, it was that sturdy. Oh, it was like, wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, iPhones are like, yeah. <laughs> iPhones are like a white elephant. It's just, you have to be so careful with them. And they're like you could probably drop a pin on an like, iPhone and it would break. I, You get fearful. You get fearful every now and then. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. Are we, are we done? Yeah. I think we're done. I think Rags is going to take it out. Um, we're back to normal schedule next week, so we'll be back to our normal topics. I think the first topic is death. Hopefully. <gasps> we'll be having a special guest. Oh, God. We will. We'll be having the one and only Becca. Ah, you got to tell her. Is all get to hear us yeah. speak. And how Not as much swearing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to, like put plenty of bleeps in for yeah, her because she she's she has mouth. she does swear a lot <laughs> a hell of a lot is there a double explicit can we get an mm. ee rating or would orange be sad about that i think we need it a, a, a triple x yeah. oh that, that's episode that. 69 and uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take out rugs very well that was an interesting conversation between you a lot I do apologise. I went quiet there because obviously it was hey. just doing my head in. To be honest, uh, you had a few inputs. Yeah, but to me it was just wasn't one. It wasn't my cup of tea, you know. Um, well, as you can tell, I mean, I went quiet. I mean, it'd be the same if we ever bring up the topic about politics. Ugh, I yeah, know, I, just, I know. I just oh, there. it's just going <laughs> to be me and Colin. Don't worry. Oh no, I'm getting yeah. involved in this shit. You oh, will, yeah, you? yeah, I will. <laughs> So if you ever do that episode, we just use three. I'll not be part of that one. <laughs> That's fine. Downgraded to three. Um, we'll get a guess for it. So, <laughs> like uh, Colin just said, there the next episode is actually the death uh, episode. We're talking about death. Becca will be part of that as well. Um, to be honest, I don't really know what else to actually say to actually bring us out other than take care and God bless and stay safe. <gasps> bye bye. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye. 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 bye.